Gather round, take a seat, relax. It's the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Afton, right here on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 High FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Afton from Linksfield Shul. We are live on this Tuesday. Where are we at? The 17th of Elul and the 13th of September. It's good to be with you. Just before the onset of Rosh Hashanah, we're only 10 days away. Now, nah, a little longer. Fine, 13 days away from Yom Tif. And the onset of a new year and a new promise and freshness, there's no question there's a good energy um, when there is uh, energy from uh, ESCOM. No, there's a good energy regardless of the energy from ESCOM. Uh, there's a feeling of newness. Shuls, thank God, are bursting. Um, I've spoken to many other rabbis, and there's this strong feeling this year of Rosh Hashanah coming back. And a lot of people joining Shuls, coming to Shuls, and whoever declared that Shuls and community are dead did it a bit prematurely. And in Judaism, we're very conscious of never declaring death before it's totally dead. And in general, um, there's always this prophecy of doom. I think there's part of the human condition is this waiting for the other shoe to drop syndrome. COVID killed shows, and this killed shows, and that killed shows. And yes, there's a natural progression. Some shows survive, some shows don't. Demographics. Um, immigration, etc. People move from one area to the other, but ultimately, I believe that this year Rosh Hashanah is actually going to be one of the strongest Rosh Hashanahs in in recent memory. And I'm not only talking about the last two years; I'm talking about in the last many years um, of people coming back, seeking something, and I'm very excited, very, very excited for what this spells for the community. Obviously, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, they're three days a year. Reminds me of the terrible joke of the rabbi who hires a crew to build a sukkah. And these guys are schwitzing, and they're sweating building that sukkah. And they can see it's not a permanent structure, but it's taking a lot of effort. Anyways, at some stage, one of the, one of the builders turns to the rabbi and says, tell me, how long is this building going to last for? So he says, about a week. He says, a week? All this effort for a week. The rabbi smiles at him and points to the big shul right next door and he says, and that building, that's for three days a year. (laughs) So, although, you know, Rosh Hashanah and Kippur are three days, but they're they're very important three days. And I do believe there's this massive return to community, not only to shul, and something that I think is very important uh, to talk about on this you know, on this Fabrengen, is that community, belonging to a community, is so much more than a show. And in our community, we've tried very hard to reframe it. It's not about joining a show, because a show is just one function that a community does. Right? Show is one part of Jewish life. Jewish life has always been so much more. But fundamentally, a big part of Jewish life has been the community, belonging to community. And in our society, and in many societies all over the world, when you belong to a shul, a congregation, that is 
the gateway into community life. It's not the only gateway, there's many people volunteering in various other organizations, uh, and that's their way of participating in communal life. But the shul has served for a very long time as a portal of entry into community life. But unfortunately, when you hear people say, I don't resonate with shul, so what we do is we, we, we try to get them to resonate. But that's not the only answer. I think there's certain people that will never resonate with a shul experience, and it's our job as communal teachers and rabbis and leaders to create a platform within our communities that shows that you don't have to enjoy the shul experience to be part of community. And that community is so much bigger. It's so much more diverse because ultimately what we're trying to do is to connect to one another in community. I was just telling somebody this morning um, that in our community, just in the last little while, there was a fellow who wasn't able to visit his family, he couldn't afford to visit his family, and he was sitting next to somebody else on Shabbos morning, and they were talking about, you know, he was mentioning that he would love to see his children overseas, and the fellow next to him, out of the generosity of his heart, said, oh, of course, I'll pay for your tickets. And he flew him and his wife over to see the kids. We have a person in our community who's struggling to find a job, many people, and managed to chat and get to know somebody else in the community, he got a job. That's just one platform, but it's a, it's a powerful platform because the place that you engage with each other is community. Think about how many places of engagement we have and get to know other people and share and learn and gain from one another. Um, there's not a lot of platforms. Once upon a time, even in this community, they had clubs um, here in South Africa where people would engage. Today, yeah, a few people might go play golf, usually with the same people every week, um, but they'll have a biking club, etc. But community is an incredible way of, of meeting each week across platform of um, of many people, diverse people, getting rich in it, and obviously getting a job is a nice thing, but even if you don't get any financial benefits, just the mere fact that you're engaging with others I think is incredible. I think it's something unique to um, diverse shuls versus shtibbles. Shuls, whether they're UOS shuls or Chabad houses, etc. Shuls that attract a, a plethora of various congregants across the community, I think it's an incredible, incredible asset because you are being educated through osmosis. You're being educated about diversity and you're meeting other people. You're not just going to familiar. I know there's a big temptation for people to go to shuls where everyone's familiar to you. Same age group, right? The second, uh, you know, I grew up in a community where every year there's another shul opening because the class that opened the last year, the class is too old for this the new class. So that class is already old. I mean, they're 24, so we're 23, so we have to open our own show. And while I understand it, and I think there is an importance of, of having that opportunity to go with like-minded individuals and have an experience, I do think there's also a very powerful upside of going to a community where everyone's not like you, where, not, where everybody's not necessarily at the same demographic, financially, age-wise, age-wise, religious-wise, etc., and being enriched by other people and their experiences. And 
belonging to a community is beyond important. And it's something I would strongly encourage to our listeners who don't belong to the community, whether Jews belong to the Jewish community or otherwise belong to your own you know, community, whoever the listener is, I would strongly encourage you to belong to the community. And it's not about the money, it's not about the membership. I always tell people that want to join our community, but this is not an advertisement to join my community. But I always tell people, it's not about the money. Pay what you can. You can't afford anything, don't pay anything, but belong somewhere. Have somewhere that you belong, someone that, you know, a place that will carry you during hard times, that will celebrate with you in happy times, um, a place that you could come every Shabbat, every weekend, and, and you belong there. It's yours. It's yours. That's, and it's an incredible gift. And if I was talking and I was sharing this five years ago, I wouldn't have maybe the words to articulate it, but in the last few years with all the challenges and all the things that people have been through, I've heard it literally hundreds of times, Rabbi, it's such a gift to belong to a community. Because when you're at that moment in life that you need community, you realize the gift. But the truth is it's not only in those crazy times, it's in all times. To belong somewhere, just that feeling of belonging, every person needs it, that we need to belong to family, we need to belong to our friend group, and we need to belong to a community to receive and add value from this incredible in human gift, a gift to humanity called community. This is 101.9 Chai FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Aftsin of Winsfield Shul. And the song I'm playing, I haven't played it here. I don't think it was has been played on this uh, Chai FM yet. It's just a beautiful song. Um, Kaili, Kaili, Lamas of Tani God, Why Have You Left Me? It's from the words of chapter 22 in Tehillim. Just a beautiful song from Aryeh Kunstler. And I really think you'll enjoy it. It's together with, um, yeah, Aryeh Kunstler here on 101.9, Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9, Chai FM. This is 101.9 Chai FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Aftsen from Linksfield Show, and here we are just under two weeks from Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, two weeks from now will be the second day of Rosh Hashanah. We'll be uh, pretty much concluding the Rosh Hashanah services. Uh, yeah, it's most shows. Some shows maybe will be done until four in the afternoon, but most shows will about 1.30 will be concluding their service, second day. And just before the break, we're talking about the role of community. And obviously, it's the appropriate time of the year to talk about this. Um, it's a time of the year where people focus on, oh, where am I going to show Rosh Hashanah? And obviously, you know, they might be thinking about a seat and just being to make sure to feel comfortable when they walk into show. But I think it's so much more than that. Belonging somewhere, belonging to a community, belonging to the, to the group of people that you're part of. You know. One of the great challenges people struggle with in our time is a sense of belonging. Um, tonight, uh, on a panel about suicide, it's Suicide Prevention Month, and obviously, like, wow, Rabbi, that was a bit of a transition, a huh? nice uh, crossover, but I think it's a very strong correlation. Obviously, you know, something like suicide doesn't have one answer, it doesn't have one solution, it doesn't have one problem. 
But a common thread I've seen, unfortunately, in many of the experiences I've had to engage with is just this deep feeling of not belonging. I don't belong in this world. I don't belong in, in, in this family. I don't belong in this community. I don't feel like that they matter. And community is one of the, straight, the strong antidotes to that. Yes, of course you belong. You belong and you are part and you are necessary and you are an indispensable part of community. It's not a feel-good psychology. This is life-saving stuff. And when a person feels like they matter, they don't feel invisible, it's an incredible, incredible boost to keep on fighting in this world. I think there's so many people walking around today feeling invisible. Like they walk in and they don't matter. And therefore, you know, when I, when I became a rabbi years ago, I, you know, walking over and greeting people and wishing them good Shabbos was always important. But I didn't appreciate its incredible value. Yes, there's some people that if you wish them good Shabbos, you don't wish them good Shabbos, it doesn't mean much of a muchness. But um, I realized that when a person's in a difficult time, when a person's a bit vulnerable, feeling validated, whether by a fellow congregant, by a rabbi, by just another human being who cares, is life-saving. It, it, it just gives the person such a boost. It's like, oh, I'm seen. Because a human being wants to be seen. You see it from the youngest age when you look at the children. The children's looking in your eyes. Do you notice me? Are you happy to see me? Is there a squeal of delight when you see me? It's, it's natural. It doesn't come from low self-esteem or other fancy words. It comes from this natural human feeling to belong. I, I want to feel validated. I want to see the other human beings see my value. Um, you know, today is the yard site of, a, of an individual who took their life. And just a few weeks before this fellow took it, their life, they came to show and they asked me, do you know me? Like, you know, do you remember me? And the truth is I didn't because I, I think I met the person once in 10 years. Um, and obviously I don't blame myself and say, they're saying, my gosh, like, look what happened. But it was a powerful reminder just a few weeks before this fellow took his life. It's like, am I noticed? Does anyone know my name? Do you see me? Do I matter? And community really is supposed to be that platform. Obviously, just signing up as a member doesn't make a person seen. Showing up, developing friendships. Shabbos morning is a great opportunity for that. Even Friday nights. Not that the rabbi likes when everyone's talking during his speech, but I see the value in that as well. Uh, not even talking during the rabbi's speech, I didn't say that. Um, but engaging in other people. That stuff gives you a sense of belonging, and it's... As I said, it's life-saving stuff. It's, it's a necessary part. There's nobody, no matter how introverted you are, there's nobody who does not need to, to belong. Yeah, you maybe don't need you know, to sit with all the boykies and drink whiskey and you know, slap everybody five. And you know, I already learned that some people who want a hug, some people who get forabled that they didn't get a hug, but they actually don't want a hug. There's other people who want a handshake. There's other people that want you know, just a nod. But we all, we all need acknowledgement. We all want to be acknowledged. And maybe some days you don't need it. But there's another time that you do need it. 
and, and who's going to acknowledge? And yes, family plays an incredible role for those of us who are blessed with family. Not everybody has family. How many people are walking into the first night Rosh Hashanah and over here it's a tradition to go out to family, to belong. How many people are going into the first night Rosh Hashanah having no one? Having children overseas, having no children at all. Not belonging. You know that in uh, England a while ago they appointed a minister of loneliness because they saw it as one of the great health crises of the time. There's so much loneliness. In our community, which is one of the most incredible Jewish communities in the world, one of the most incredible communities in general in the world, there's still so much loneliness, despite the fact that we are so conscious and we have so many organizations. But there are so many people, might very well be to the right of left when you're walking into the shops, right or left of you. You're looking at a person who's literally lonely, deeply lonely. Um, I remember a video I watched. There's this great show in America. It's a two-minute show. It's called On the Road. And um, it's on CBS. It's a two-minute show. Basically, what this guy does is he goes around the United States and finds, you know, heartwarming stories. It's only good news and only, not necessarily good news, but, but positive stories, stories with a positive outcome. And they have a story where this um, child, four-year-old, five-year-old girl, is, you know, going shopping with her mom. And um, she suddenly sees an older person, and it's all caught on camera, you see from the, the, the store's camera. And she turns to this old guy and says, hello, old person, can you give me a hug? And uh, this fellow walks over and gives her a hug. And he says that, you know, his wife had died months before, and he literally had lost the world to live. He's dying in his 80s, young 80s. And, um, he had children, grandchildren, but he didn't, he didn't see them very often, and they, they, it, 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 nothing triggered his heart. And this young girl saying, hello, old person, can you give me a hug, literally gave him life. And after that, they would go meet. He, she would come to his house at least once a week. Um, and he passed away like four or five years later, but literally for every single week, he, she came to his house, he came to all her milestones. And um, he writes, the, the, the guy that does the segment, the show, he says that from all the stories he's ever done, has moved the most people. Because there's this deep, deep um, resonance of a story of an older person that just wants to be acknowledged. And here's a young girl from all her innocence comes and says, hello, older person. How are you? Can you give me a hug? And that's what the role of a community is. And obviously, not every community is like this. And, and a community has to work on itself to be like this. In other words, it's not just because you put a bunch of people together in a room that they become a community. A community is a place where chesed flows in the veins, where acknowledgement, you see somebody who walks the shul who doesn't look like you, you notice them. They're not invisible. Greet them. Nobody wants to be invisible, whether they're a tourist who just happens to drop by and just came to shul this morning, or they're a person that's just looking for inspiration or just looking to belong. It's, it's hard, and you know, we all fail in this area. As a rabbi, I failed in this area many times. Um, to be able to show up each Shabbos and be able to acknowledge people, it, it takes a lot. It's not just a hello, it takes, it's an investment of energy, and it can be depleting, you know, to walk around and just greet and smile at everybody. I often joke to people that 
You know, if you're not in the mood of, of seeing people, you don't show up today. But as a rabbi, you don't have a choice. <laughs> but even as a rabbi, you're not always in the mood of, you know, greeting everybody. She's rabbi. You shouldn't say that. I mean, come on, really. But that's the truth. Um, but still, to remind myself the value of what our sages say, greet everybody with a great, with a pleasant, with a, with a beautiful smile, with a beautiful uh, countenance, right? To just acknowledge. I mean, this is from Ethics of Our Fathers, and it's true. And it, I was talking to somebody we were learning together this morning, we were learning from the Talmud certain things, you know, certain truths about the human condition. And we both said at the same time that, you know, although the Talmud was written 1,600, years ago, the human condition hasn't changed. Nothing's changed. The human condition is the human condition. No matter how many phones you throw at it, and no matter how much digital social media you throw at a human being, the human psyche is the human psyche. And obviously, it's, you know, things change culturally, etc. But the core human condition is the core human condition. Nothing's changed. And the core human condition needs belonging, needs validation, needs value. And this is the time of the year that we think about the role of community. And again, shul is one port, is one important part. But having a seat in the shul and walking in for a few hours with Shani and Kippur is not why you belong in community. Why we belong is so that we can add value or receive value from belonging to a group of people that's larger than ourselves. And to be seen, to be seen by one another, to be able to be blessed by one another, just to come into Shul, first night Rosh Hashanah, and other people wishing you Shana Tova, Tova, you should be inscribed and signed in a good year. The stuff matters. The stuff matters. I mean, it's actually, you know, it's a it's a Jewish law, to wish people a good year, to see them, to validate them, to wish them best. During this month of Elul, every time we communicate with somebody else, not every time you say hello on WhatsApp, that's a bit intense, but, you know, before WhatsApp existed and people, and before phones, and people wrote letters, even after phones, people wrote letters, every person who wrote a letter during this time, according to Jewish law, they were supposed to finish off and wish you a person a Shana Tova, a good year. Because, again, to be wished by another person is a big, big deal. I mean, the Talmud says, Al do not let the blessing of a simple person be considered insignificant in your eyes. It's significant. A beggar on the road wishes you, you know, says thank you and thank you so much. I wish you well. It means something. Words create realities. Feelings create realities. The world was created through God's speech. This stuff matters. And therefore it matters to belong, not to be a stranger. It's like in family, to belong to family and community, to belong to community. And by belong to community is not only a being a receiver, because that's not called belonging. That's just a consumer. And value. Whatever value you can add by volunteering, by standing CSO outside the show, by doing chesed, by donating financially. Whichever area a person can, but to receive and add value, that's a community. Communities where everybody is a giver and a taker where it's a symbiotic relationship. Just like in a family, if you have one person who's just a taker in a family, it's a very depleting on everybody else. The community is the same way. So if you are part of the community, I strongly encourage you to, to get more involved, to add more value, to come more often, to see the benefits and the gifts of belonging.
And if you're not, I encourage you to find you know, the closest shul of long, the closest community to you, community that resonates with you, and join, and sign up, and become part. Become part, belong. It's this, it's this time of the year, and as we stand in front of God, our Rosh Hashanah, and we ask him, become the king again of all of us. And you ask Hashem for forgiveness, and you ask Hashem for a good year to, that you should inscribe us, Avinu Malkeinu, our father, our king. When you're doing it surrounded by your fellows, by your friends, or soon to become friends, and you're, you stand there surrounded by others, it's an entirely different experience, and it's the way it's supposed to be done. Not only from Jewish law, but for your own mental health as well. This is 101.9 This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 Chai FM. This is 101.9 Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson. And here we are again, just a few days before Rosh Hashanah, 10 days before, and trying to plug in, trying to zone in, trying to tap in. And one of the great ways of tapping in is belonging. That's really the, the one to ask what's the theme of today's show, belong to a community. And this is not about um, one show or one rabbi or one kind of community, but it's about belonging. Belonging. And it's this time of the year that people focus on it, and, and therefore it shouldn't just go unnoticed. Do you belong somewhere? Does someone else belong to you? And to also think, you know, you might have already made all your invitations for a Rosh Hashanah dinner. Beautiful. Have you invited anybody who has nowhere else to go? Uh, do we see others? I think that's really the big thing because, as I said, you could belong to community and not belong because you don't see others and you're not seen. Do we see others? Do we notice other people? And when we notice them, do we acknowledge them? Because we have a tendency as human beings of becoming self-absorbed. I mean, you know, once upon a time, even in shows, people didn't go on their phones. But unfortunately, now the amount of uh, rings that happen on a show on the on the Shabbos is a bit uh, too much for comfort, to be honest. Um, not that people are going on their phones, but the phone is ringing. Um, please keep your phone out of the show, please. The Shabbos on the Yantif. Even on a regular day, but on a regular day, fine, you know, it's, but on Shabbos and Yom to, to have the phone ringing and chill is really inappropriate. Um, but like, you, could, you could come into your seat and say, okay, I'm sitting in my seat, I'm, 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 I'm comfortable, and um, not notice. But if we can, if we can notice somebody else, it's incredible. You know, I've heard from so many people over the years that one of the worst words to hear is, you're sitting in my seat. Now, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, in many shows, people do have designated seating. And it's a whole debate, is it good, is it not good? But it's a de facto for many shows. And usually, if you see somebody's name there, it's nice to be sensitive and not sit in somebody's seat. They paid money for it. But if someone is sitting in your seat and you do want to sit in your seat, that's fine. But how to say it? To, to not negate people. When a person walks into a shul space, a shul space is a safe space. A community space is a safe space. And it's our, it's our job, whatever role we are within that community, to, to acknowledge, to validate, to see somebody. 
to wish them well, just because they're not in your social group, just because they don't earn as, enough, as much as you and you don't see the value you could gain from them, doesn't mean you don't acknowledge it. You know? And also you never know. But another statement from Ethics of Our Fathers says, Shlach lach mecha Put your bread on the water. You never know if one day you'll need that bread. In other words, never look down at anybody else, or as they say in modern vernacular, don't hurt, don't bully the nerd in your class. You might need a job by them one day. Not that you should be even thinking about the benefit you could get somebody, but if you're the kind of person who does think, never look at somebody and say, ah, that person has no value to me. First of all, they're human. We're all human. We all stand in front of God. In a community, there's no such a thing, status, nachschlepper, big heiche fenster, all these words I learned. And I always joke, I grew up with Yiddish as my first language, but there's certain words I just have in my vernacular, like faribol, and nachschlepper, and heiche fenster, and other things. Um, some of them are actually quite funny. Um, but to just, just see humanity. So what, what they wear, what they don't wear, how they showed up, what car they pulled up with, this, that, the other. To see humans. That's how you know if you're in a healthy community. If, if status doesn't matter. It will always matter a little bit, humans are humans, but when you walk into a show and everything's about status, I'm sorry, you've gone to the wrong place. But if you go into a place that everybody greets everybody, and that everybody is human, and everybody is acknowledged, then you know you're in a place that has potential, and a place that you can eventually find your feet and belong. Yeah, it's not overnight, it's not, again, you don't join a community and right away develop strong friendships. Friendships take time, we know that from life. But in a community, you have the chance of developing those friendships. And if a person's willing to put in the effort and host and, and reach out and and volunteer, eventually they develop strong, strong friendships. And a community is just a platform for people to see and be seen. You know, when the Jewish people went to the temple, in temple times, on the Chagim, it said that they would go to see and to be seen by God, by the experience, by the community. And that's what we come to show, to see, to experience, and to be seen, to be seen by others, to see others and for others to see us. And yes, there's an upside of davening alone, and many people will tell me, oh, it was amazing in COVID, I davened alone. There's a time to be alone, and there's a time to not be alone. You want to go meditate? Go meditate alone. But the, the Jewish service has always been about community, kahal, tzibur community, minion, to belong, to do it amongst others. You can't do it alone, but it's, there's value also doing it with others and being part of something bigger. And again, if Shul doesn't do it for you and you don't enjoy the service, doesn't mean you can't come to the Kiddush. You know, some people get all faribble. Oh my gosh, you see, that person came just for the Kiddush. Well, they came, they showed up, they belong. They want to they, they wanted belong part of the community. I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, I do think that the person showing up to the Kiddush every week should contribute, it does cost money, but I don't see it as a negative, oh my gosh, they didn't show up to Shul just for the Kiddush. No, they showed up for what resonates with them, and that's fine, they're Jewish, Kichel and Herring resonates, 
or you're not, or you're too modern for kichel and herring. So sushi resonates, or just sitting with people resonates and chatting, all good. Just belong. Show up. And sometime over the next, you know, six weeks of all the chagim, show up, show up, belong. You know, for me, one, it, it's, I don't know, sad's not the right word, but it's, it, it hurts me to see so many people going out of town for Sukkot. Um, you know, yes, family time's important, but Sukkot is a community holiday as well. And unless you're, you know, most people that are going away, going to the bush or wherever they're going, it's they're not going to be building a sukkah. Not going to be shaking the will of an esrik together with community. And yes, the mitzvahs are important, but the community is important. Sukkot Torah, you're not going to be dancing and doing Sukkot Torah, you know, with a Torah in a, in a shul middle of nowhere. There's times to go away, and there's incredible value in the culture of going away on holiday in this community. I really think it's an incredible gift. But my my opinion, which counts for pretty much podcast, right? Opinions are uh, <laughs> don't cost anything. But my opinion is that circus you belong with community. You don't belong outside the community. Circus you belong in chill a little bit. You belong in the community circus. On Simchas Torah, you belong on the dance floor with a Torah. That's where that's where that's where you are. That's you need it. There's times to go away a family. December's coming. We'll all have a chance. And there's a long weekend here and a long weekend there. But just because of school holiday doesn't mean we have to go away. Sometimes school holiday means enough with school and walk into shul. Because community is so important. This is 101.9 Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 Chai FM. This is 101.9 Chai FM and my name is Rabbi Levi Avtson and we're wrapping up the show. This was a show about community and I really hope that even if one person chooses to show up to their community more often or join a community, whichever show, because again, this isn't about one show or two shows, it's about wherever you belong. And for those, you know, non-Jewish, to, to your church, to your community space, to belong, to belong somewhere um, is extremely, extremely important, to receive value, to add value. And wherever we find ourselves, this Rosh Hashanah, I wish us all a Shana Tova, a good and blessed year, that we should all be inscribed in the Book of Good Life. And we should be inscribed as we sit together with family and friends and community together. We say each day in the Amidah multiple times, Barchenu Avinu Kulani bless us together, bless us our Father, we're all as one. And the commentaries explain that it, it's, it's, a, it's a reason, bless us our Father because we are all one. Bless us, our Father, because we are we, we, we see each other as one, because we're showing up together. We know as parents that the greatest nachas to a parent is when the children get along, right? Younger children, okay, they fight once in a while, but they're still incredible nachas when they get along, and how much more so older children. You see it when the parents are literally broken, their older children are fighting, you know, fighting over inheritance and the parent is still alive. Um, or, you know, it's, it's painful. You want a family to get along. Parents often tell me that the one thing they tell their kids over and over is, please just get along. Long after I'm gone, be there for each other. Hold each other. Walk together in this world. And the same thing with all of us. We're all siblings. We're all brothers and sisters. We all are part of one whole. 
And Hashem is the same way. Hashem is our Father, and he's, when He sees us belonging and He sees us adding value and being part of a community, He blesses us. Achdut, unity, community, is the great portal to blessing. So show up, belong, because not only will it enrich the lives of people whose value you give to them. In other words, not only will it enrich the value the lives of others, you need it in your life. You really do. And I'm not doing the marketing shtick where you're like, you need this mattress. No, no. You actually do need community. This is 101.9 FM finishing off with another beautiful melody of the high holiday service, Ya Le by Mordechai Ben David. Have a great day. Have a great year. Shana Tovah.